Hi, this is Mr. Beefy Goodness Vance Nevada, and you are listening to WPOV Global. Hey fans, welcome to another edition of WPOV Global. I'm your host, the legend T. James Logan, and with me as always, my co-host, the gentleman, Elio Canella. Elio, welcome to today's show. Thanks, it's good to be here. Well, you know what? I've got the radio voice on and I'm all no, I'm all hyped up. We've had a great week of wrestling. Uh, how you doing, brother? I'm good, but I got a question for you. Oh, you've got a question for me? This would be a I do. Why, why do you hate me? Why do you encourage that puppet's behavior? I was listening to their show on Saturday. What, why, excuse me, how do I encourage the puppet? I, I don't even talk to the puppet. But I saw, a message, I saw the whole conversation on Messenger last week, which, by the way, I was literally on my treadmill at that time. I don't know what you're talking about. I think that somebody <laughs> hacked me. I, I was hacked. Maybe Sammy Callahan hacked me. Oh, no. That's got to be it. I, I, have, I plead ignorance to whatever you're talking about right oh, now. Okay. <laughs> but just think you're one trade away from that. Anyways. Um, <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> you know what? We had a pretty fun week. We, uh, we had a tremendously fun time uh, taping quarantine this week. Yep. Um, that was fun. Man. That was fun. It, it went it went a little long, but man, there was a lot of good stuff in there. I we covered. A lot. What's that? Did you learn I, a lot? Did, it, did a lot. it interest you? Did it make you want to look up any of the? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I missed that. There was like days of wrestling with like actual like story angles. And, yeah, you know. Yeah. It, it's sort of hilarious, you know. Like uh, we looked up fans uh, a look back, uh, our second look back in quarantine. Uh, about Stampede Wrestling, but this time I brought on three uh, wrestler guests. Uh, two, uh, well, one of them was a uh, alumni. Mark Posey actually trained and uh, wrestled in Stampede Wrestling. Um, Dirty Duke Durango was trained in the dungeon himself, and uh, we also had on uh, Andy Anderson, who kind of popped around and had a lot of questions, and, and it was a great time. Man, we had a lot of fun. We 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 dove deep into storylines, wrestlers. Mm-hmm. talk some some there were some things that surprised me by some of the reactions to some of the wrestlers i did not expect some uh, i agreed with i mean i'm pretty sure me and duke just about went at it a couple times over a few disagreements there so, about, see i know so i know a lot of the names i just didn't get to see a lot of them like uh mm-hmm. actually wrestled when I was that's absolutely up. no excuse elio <laughs> oh, no, 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 not with the YouTube today. <laughs> no, actually, there's not a hell of you really have to dig for some of these stars because yeah. you know. I, mean, I, about, I, found, I found a playlist with a whole bunch of uh, Stomper videos and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, definitely, fans, if you want uh, a, a, a bit of an insight in some of the bigger names of the late 70s and to the, to the mid 80s, we talked about some really great wrestlers, some who at the time, uh, were just starting out or just locally named and then went on to bigger things in the WWE. Some who were big stars who just flopped when they went up to the bigger things. Uh, but uh, the wealth of people that came through Stampede Wrestling and the wealth of, of wrestling wrestlers that I saw in my youth uh, amazes me to this day. And uh, I hope that rich, conti- that, that, that rich tradition continues because there's been a lot of wrestlers that have come out of the Alberta scene that I've seen go on to WWE and other places. So, uh, and actually, you know what, um, do you remember Elio last year, I posted a, a little clip that involved Teddy Hart, uh, taking a, um, a Canadian destroyer. That was off, off the ladder. 
Uh, yeah, he gave it, sorry, he gave it to a guy off the ladder. Yep, yep. The guy he gave it to was Michael Richard Blaze, who's considered probably one of the best uh, wrestlers in, um, in Canada, not signed right now. Well, I just read last week that MLW has decided to take an interest and a look at him. So oh, he may wow. be appearing when MLW starts uh, showing their show soon again. We may see him coming up in some episodes, which is great because this guy is tremendously a great wrestler and I enjoy a lot of he does. Now let's get into some wrestling today. I want to start off, first of all, with our hot topics, okay? We threw out two, threw two hot topics out. The first one concerning AEW, let's cover that one first. We talked about the debut of Matt Cordona, who uh, most of you know as Zack Ryder. And let's face it, that's all most of you know because I actually put it in brackets because I'm pretty sure if I just put... Will Matt Cordona be a big star? A lot of people would have went, uh, who? <laughs> Maybe the AEW fans would get it. But uh, So before we get into the uh, results of this, um, I want to ask you, what do you think, uh, Elio? Do you think Matt Cordona is going to be a big star within uh, AEW and why or why not? I'm going to say that uh, he's going to be more like the, the mid-card level. But okay. At least I think they'll at least try and use him better than the WWE did. Okay. Um, I don't think he's going to be a main eventer. No. And I think there's a danger in making him a main eventer. And that's just the logic of it all. We know Zack Ryder is a wrestler for like, what, he's been in the WWE before for years. Uh, he started out as one of the edgeheads. Yeah, and I mean, he'd been there for years. And really, basically, through all of his runs, he didn't really get far. Uh, I mean, he had a tiny sniff at the U.S. title, and that went really came and went. He had a few sniffs in the tag team belts, but those were yeah, so... Yeah, yeah, the Intercontinental title for, like, one day. Yeah, you know, like, just incredibly short runs. Just He was sort of a, a quick transition guy to take a belt off someone and then lose it right away to someone else. Um, never really looked at like he was the guy that you would pay money to, to ever headline anything. Now, 10 years of that at least his career in WWE was at least 10 years, 10 years of being presented as a, uh, a mid Carter who flukily sometimes might've got a little sniff that got taken away. Uh, I think you would be really remiss if you were to book him as a main event guy now. I mean, everyone knows that he's, I mean, it doesn't matter what he looks like and how big he is. It makes it seem like if you lose for 10 years in the WWE and you only squeak the occasional little victory that, get squashed right away. Then you come over to AEW and you beat their top guys. What does that tell you? It tells you the AEW wrestlers are not as tough or as good as WWE wrestlers. When a loser from the WWE becomes the biggest winner over there, not good idea, not good booking. I don't think it should be done. Uh, looking at the comments, Matt Nowak said, uh, he has the right components, just never worked in WWE. And now he's so associated with it that it's hard to turn him into a big player. I actually really like him and hope something can come to come of him in the top tier of AEW. Well, you know what, Matt? I, I, I get those sentiments exactly. He is a likable guy. He's a big guy. But I think he's kind of been sort of pushed beyond uh, rehabilitation of a big star. You know? Uh, I don't think it's smart to put him in the, the top tier, and I don't think they will. All right? So, uh, ironically, um, Miguel Cole over on Twitter, man, I love that puppet. Miguel. <laughs> I know you do. I do. You know, I've dealt with well, some all puppets. All the trouble and I'm that not, I'm in now. I am not going to name any other puppets, Elio, that uh, haven't been working so good. <laughs> but um, 
I love that one. I love you, Miguel. Anyways, Miguel wrote, uh, set out a poll and uh, he asked people to vote in if they thought that Matt Cardona is going to be a big star or a lower mid-card guy. And man, the oh, the results here blow me away, Elio. Oh, no. 88% picked him as a big star. What? Oh. What the hell? What the <laughs> juice? What are you people drinking out there on Twitter land? Okay. 12% of you obviously didn't lose your fucking mind because you said he'd be a lower mid-card guy. All right. <laughs> I, I think we're going to have to start offering either uh, alcohol rehabilitation <laughs> or some kind of mental health programs because that's insane. 88% think that Matt Cordona, Zach Ryder, who can't even use his name, is going... Oh, my Lord. Okay. Before I lose my mind, <laughs> trust me, it's very close to always being lost. Uh, let's go on to our second topic of the week. Our second topic, and, and it was a topic that, you know, Elio... Uh, suggested this so you know what let, let, you know what elio i'm going to give you some props back i stole them away uh i'm going to give you some props back because you did suggest this one to make it okay. a and it was a discussion that me and elio had we have just restarted watching um impact mm -hmm. and uh because we haven't really been following anything we were both very confused that moose has a belt called the tna world championship or the tna yeah TNA Heavyweight Championship, and Impact has a uh, World Heavyweight Championship being held by Eddie Edwards. Both guys defended their belt on the episode we saw. Neither of them were in the main event. <laughs> um, Moose had the opener. Eddie had the, uh, uh, the second hour opener. So we're both very confused about who is really the world champion and what belt means more, which is more important. So we thought, you know, we thought we'd throw it out to the fans to see fans' perceptions of it, okay? Now, before we get into discussing exactly which belt is the more important or what, or the results of our poll, what people thought, and we'll also take a look at a poll that that awesome, good-looking, mustachioed puppet uh, Miguel Cole put <laughs> Oh, out. here we go. Um, I would like to say, first of all, I did some research, okay? okay. And I found out the difference between these two belts and what mm -hmm. they mean. Okay. So when it comes to impact wrestling, the person who is recognized as the champion of the company is actually Eddie Edwards. Mm -hmm. His impact title is the actual title. That is the world title recognized by the company. Okay. Now the TNA belt was the belt that was before when, uh, before they rebranded from TNA and so what they did is they actually took the TNA belt and converted it into the Impact belt and started calling it that. They took the belt back and there was no longer a TNA champion. However, for some strange reason, they decided to have a match for this belt almost a year, two thirds of a year ago, hundred and some days ago, where they decided to have, um, oh man, who's that guy? Who's the big, Matt Elgin, or is that the name? Michael Elgin. Elgin. Michael Elgin. Some other guy whose name escapes me now, and Moose, the three of them fought in a three-way for this belt that isn't really a belt. And uh, because Moose won, he took this belt and has declared himself the Impact Champion. Or sorry, the TNA Champion. So as far as I can gather, Impact does not recognize this belt as a legitimate championship. So basically... Uh, 
Moose has turned himself into a very large Taz, which isn't hard because Taz is a teeny man. But he's turned himself into a large uh, Taz and declared his FTW belt, <laughs> his own personal FTW belt, which is why anybody wants to, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, it just drives me crazy when people take a belt and they defend a belt that doesn't mean anything that's not recognized by a company. Somebody just declares themselves champion of something. And then other people want that belt. What? You just, yeah. So, okay. So Moose's belt is not really worth anything. Now uh, we had a comment. Eric Greenleaf had wrote and he said, the more important one is TNA. The best looking is impact. Well, the most important one is not TNA. I'm sorry, Eric, you might not understood that, but it doesn't really mean anything. Uh, it's shinier, sure, but it, it's it's not worth anything. Uh, and I don't know. I'm looking at the two belts right now, and I gotta say the TNA belt kind of looks a little more attractive, just because it's a little shinier and bolder and bigger. Mm-hmm. But the Impact one's got a kind of cool look to it. The only thing is, it doesn't really look like a world title, does it, Elio? It it kind of looks like the, a uh, the Impact one. No. Yeah. Actually, yeah, it, it looks more thing. like a little ring they wear on your finger. Yeah, actually, you're right. It looks like they took a ring and put it on to <laughs> and made it into a giant belt. Yeah, okay, makes sense, makes sense. All right, uh, now I got to ask you, well, I guess we, we, we didn't even really know what's more important. Obviously, right. me and you looking this up have determined that Eddie Edwards' belt is much more important because it's an actual recognized belt. Um, so we set it out there to the people. Uh, Miguel threw, like, damn, I love Miguel. Anyways, Miguel set it oh, out stop. there. stop. What? I can't love another co-host. I think you're just being a little jealous and petty right now. You know, Miguel does not put you down, Elliot. Maybe you should look in the mirror and see who really is the more bitter puppet here. All right. Anyways, um, so Miguel throws this this poll out. Uh, 80% of the people picked that Impact was the more important title. Awesome. So people get it. I'm a little bit surprised that 20% of the people... Uh, recognize the TNA belt. Wow. They're the same people who think the FTW belt is worth shit. So, and let's face it, it's shit. All right. So uh, there we have it. That is our topics for the week. Interesting. Uh, It was nice to have an AEW. And hey, wow, have an impact topic. First time in a long time. Yep. Might have to try that again next week. Maybe we'll throw another AEW and another uh, impact topics up for us discussion for next week. Oh, that's just, I just, one of them, one just uh, came to mind. Oh, Oh, well, 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 I'm going to have to. What is that topic, Elio? Wrestle House. Because yes. I, I don't get it. Wrestle House. Is Wrestle House fun and okay to watch, or is it just a boring bag of shit? Well, I don't know if we'll use those words, but uh, obviously you know which way I'm leaning a little bit here, but uh, you, that'll be in our topic. So we'll, we're going to put that up for next week sometime. Now, Elio, if people want to write in and, and talk about anything that works to talk, and if they want to send us ideas for discussions, if they just want to tell uh, tell me how much of a better host I am than than uh, Tony Diaz, or how much worse of a co-host that you are compared to Miguel, um, where can they uh, write in and tell us? <laughs> you can write in at, uh, on Facebook at Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV1, and Twitter at Wrestling POV. Excellent. And if you have some actual hate mail, you can send it directly to Elio <laughs> at Facebook. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> anyhow, um, let's move on. Before we get on to our look at Impact this week, I want to take a really quick uh, speak at 
New Japan this week. All right. Uh, a few little things pop up in my mind about New Japan. First of all, the G1 is going to be happening soon. They are going to do the G1 tournament nice. this year. However, yeah, looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to it. However, it's going to be slightly different. Mm. Of course, it has to be in this this environment. Uh, there will probably be no foreign wrestlers this year, so no John Moxleys or or big name foreign uh, guys coming in. Okay. And foreign, I mean uh, non Japanese wrestlers. Mm -hmm. uh, so, you know, the feel is going to be a lot more Japanese wrestlers, which will be interesting. What interests me is uh, there's rumor that Hiromo Tana, um, Takahashi will be in there. So uh, Hiromo uh, moving up from the juniors, uh, the current junior champion being in there. That sounds kind of cool to me. Looking forward to seeing that. Um, is there a date for that one? No, there is not yet. It's, okay. Well, there is, but they're kind of... I'm just waiting till they solidify everything. They haven't even really announced any of the, the full lineups yet. Okay. So we just know it's coming, folks. At the end of the month, they're going to probably start in September. Um, so there, there'll be that. Um, there was a, a couple of those, you know, they've been doing those summer tours. And uh, I, don't, I know this annoys you sometimes and me sometimes, too, is a lot of times on New Japan, you'll get a lot of six-man matches, mm -hmm. which don't mean anything. Right. So I'm very surprised they actually have a six man belt and they had a, a tournament to uh, crown the six man champions uh, went over two nights. Uh, it came down to an all chaos final where you had uh, go to uh, Hashi and uh, Yoshihashi or sorry, no, sorry, Yoshihashi go to and uh, Ishii taking on. Oh man, I can't remember who else. It was the other side of the chaos team. But in the end, uh, your new six-man tag teams are the team of Yoshihashi, uh, Tomohiro Ishii, and uh, Hiroyuki Goto. So, interesting move. Uh, obviously, Ishii, we always like to see a title on. Goto is that poor, that poor sucker never seems to get a lot of, you know, he's always floating near the mid of the top card, but he never really gets that extra win. And I don't know about Yoshihashi, man. For years, I have not been sold on Yoshihashi. Okay. No, I think I think I'll take Taichi over Yoshihashi. Oh my lord! Talk about what the what is the what is the more scummy in the bottom of the barrel? My <laughs> goodness, <laughs> uh, that's a hard one for me, dude. I'm not even sure which. Yeah, I almost especially the way Tai Chi has been kind of presented lately. I think fun. I might take Tai Chi more yeah. than. Uh, however. I think I would put Master Watto underneath Tai Chi right now. I don't know what <laughs> that that is not even in the picture for me. It's some weird, he kind of reminds me of like, and I know this is weird and I don't know why, but he reminds me of if Willy Wonka was a Japanese wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> he would be Master Watto. So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now we're going to get hate mail, hate mail from uh, all you Master Watto fans, all three of you. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a look at this week's Impact Wrestling. All right, Impact Wrestling. We start off with uh, we start off hot. At, well, we start off with them recapping um, the Rich, uh, Rich Swan's retirement. Yeah, his retirement thing, his ambush, his whole thing, and then we go straight into like a backstage start of a match where we have uh, Willie Mack and Eric Young beating the crap out of each other, and uh, I'm not sure why I. I don't. I always find it funny, Elio. Like I don't mind backstage back, backstage fights, mm -hmm. but I find it funny that they drag the person to the ring eventually, from all the way from the back. 
Yeah. You know, you hate each other so much that you're beating the crap out of each other in the back, but you still want to take them to the ring to make a pin. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It's a little <laughs> hanky there for me, my friend. A little hanky there for me. Um, as it is, a pretty good match. Um, man, that Willie Mack is, he can really move for a big dude. But, but on the mic, holy jeez. And here's another thing we talked about, like, as we were talking about Mark, Matt Cordova, 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 whatever. The, well, as we were talking about Matt Cordova from, from AEW, here's a great example. I'm having a really hard time taking Eric Young seriously after I've seen him be kind of a nobody for forever in NXT mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm supposed to believe he can take out Willie Mack? Who's he, 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 may, he may have won, but I mean, I, I, I just don't see they were Young. Yeah, I don't see it in Eric Young right now. Maybe they can win him back. I mean, it's not like he spent 10 years in the WWE. But still, you know, it's a bit uh, a bit suspect from what we've seen. Uh, I got to say then, um, I will give props to Eric Young for that pile driver. That was a tremendously nice pile driver he, he nailed uh, Willie Mack with. Uh, he takes the win. Willie uh, costs himself the match by, as he's got Eric down, he goes under the ring, grabs a chair, puts the chair on Eric Young's leg and goes to try and get some retribution for Rich Swan. But he takes so damn long jawing with the ref that Eric Young finally gets up and, uh, you know, throws him off the rope, beats him down and nails him with what I got to say looked like a hell of a great pile driver. Was this a no DQ match? Nope. Nope. That's why he was jawing with the referee because the referee said, if you hit him with the chair, there will be disqualification. Willie Mack was saying, I don't care. I don't care who wins this match. I'm going to hurt him. And because he jawed so much with him, Eric Young actually got the clean win here. He didn't even use the chair. He just came up and finished with that pile driver. Um, oh, boy. Just when you thought there wasn't enough garbage on shows, they decide they're going to do something called Locker Room Talk with Rob Van Dam and Katie Forbes. Ugh. Yeah, no, actually, they were, they were the, they were the um, guests, Mass and Marines guests, but then they, took, they just took over the show. Uh, it was just terrible. We'll get to it. Uh, we have uh, Ga- Gallows and Anderson walking around, uh, grabbing people and being big bullies, demanding, uh, which is funny because I, you gather they're supposed to be the good guys, but they're like backstage harassing other people. And then later on, they do a run in and hurt some of the good guys. So it's like, I'm confused now who we're supposed to be yeah. cheering for here. Because there's no way Ace Austin and Madman Fulton are going to be people we're going to cheer for. They're, they're, <laughs> they're lower scumbags. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. So that's a little confusing. Um, all right. I'm going to say it right now. I hate Wrestle House. Okay. I hate it. Um, it just gets shittier and shittier. The only thing, and I'm going to say this, this is only pure lust that makes me watch. Like I have to sit through these segments. The only saving race is man that kylie ray is hot they need to show more kylie ray i I love that girl um however oh my lord this was just a freaking train wreck watching this crap um i do do like rosemary though i rosemary's got great makeup she kind of looks attractive with her makeup but um this whole thing is just crap man i don't yeah um yeah Okay, let's get on to, to the next thing. Um, we, we find uh, Reno Scum attacking Rhino. Not offended um, these guys. Yeah, oh, they're okay. They're, they're nothing. They're kind of just, they're definitely lower mid-card tag team. Um, okay, then we get to Kimberly versus Jordan Grace. 
And here is where two stories collide and it doesn't do great to have these two collide so soon, okay? We have Jordan Grace who's on this tear. She is mad that she lost her belt to Diana Perrazzo and she is pissed. She's like going in there like a monster, just destroying things. Meanwhile, we got Kimberly who just got signed last week, trying to make an impression. And dude, I gotta tell you, uh, unless she, her impression was to be a beat up uh, crash test dummy for Jordan Grace, she really did not make an impression on me this match. This match could have been uh, better. I didn't really enjoy it as much as I thought it would. And well, you know what? Like, I don't mind Jordan Grace squashing girls, yeah. but I think it was a bad use of Kimberly since you're trying to make her a star and trying to put her in there. You really sh maybe should have put someone else in with Jordan Grace right now. Okay. Because, man, Kimberly, uh, after watching that, did, did you feel that she was ever going to be a superstar in, in the impact? Because I didn't see it now. I don't really know Kimberly very well, so uh, I was buying a bit of the hype. And I was like, I was very interested to see a really good uh, women's match. And instead, I just watched Jordan Grace just maul her. So, yeah. I, and like I said, I don't mind. I love Jordan Grace, but uh, did not do anything for poor Kimberly. Kind of, kind of slit her throat already before this whole thing starts. Um, we go into the locker room talk, which was just stupid. RVD, RVD and um, Katie Forbes. I can't decide if I like Katie Forbes or not. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know if she's attractive or not. I can she's got muscles you, on no. top of muscles. I can already tell you, uh, no. I don't like this pair. Roger Dean, Katie Forbes, no. I, I, and then it cuts to some weird thing where all of a sudden they splice in Cammy, Sammy Callahan. Like he's a hacker, but now he's like a hacker with magic because he yeah, appears he really, in the seat next yeah, to them. He was an attack to them. Yeah, and <laughs> then he attacks them, and then he gets beat up. So... Okay, Sammy, I don't know what the hell happened to that guy, but uh, this is not the same Sammy Callahan I watched last week. Um, all right, then we have uh, – we have uh, – I didn't understand this one either. Okay, so we have uh, the Rascals backstage, and uh, they have Dez and Wentz, and uh, they're worried that they haven't seen their freight Trey. Trey shows up wearing a suicide mask. And they assume he's suicide and start treating him like him. And then he rips off the mask. He's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And just stupid to begin with. But then he throws the mask back on. And Moose comes out, sees him in the mask, and decides to hand him a thing to give him another shot at his imagine a shot at his belt next week. Wow. I don't even know what to say, man. Um, yeah. <laughs> so he gets, Moose is the stupidest man in the world, apparently. Um, we go back to Wrestle House. Oh, and uh, I'm sorry, man. But you know that, what was the guy's name? Ace Romero. Ace Romero. Man, he's got bigger boobs than most of the girls I've ever met. <laughs> and then he's wrestling another fat dude with big boobs. And it's just disgusting. Did you get what Tyus said? No, which part? Which part? Why do you want to watch two hamburgers wrestle? <laughs> <laughs> when you have <laughs> when you have a filet mignon on television, that is so funny because they're they're definitely giant Big Macs. Those two guys. Um, <coughs> sorry. Um, I gotta say I really tune out some of this stuff. It's just when I'm watching this Wrestle House stuff, it's yeah. just my brain's turning to mush. I just I can't freaking it's Johnny Swinger. You know what? Oh, I think yeah. that guy that guy should come in the book. Oh, okay. All right, do it, do it. Johnny Swinger, you just made the book. And you know what? I'm also going to do this. Everybody and Wrestle House 
everyone in it and Wrestle House except Kylie Ray go into the book. Oh, okay. Can you do it? Everyone in Wrestle House except Kylie Ray, you just made the book. Because Wrestle House is a freaking ridiculous it piece of is. crap. Oh. oh my lord. Ugh. And the people in it, except for Kylie Ray, that's the only thing that gets me through is trying to see Kylie Ray in there. Other than that, the rest of these people are just freaking morons. Uh, Alicia Edwards is the worst freaking actress in the entire world <laughs> right. I've ever seen in wrestling. Her giving lines is like, oh my god, it's painful. It is so painful, Elio. I just want to take I just want to take a pencil and jab my eyes and ears out. When, Even when Susie, I, she's terrible as well. Oh, she, yeah. I mean, she's terrible. Like, oh, everybody in the show. What about, like, Rosemary walking by that fat dude and then blowing, like, I don't know, some pixie dust or some electronic graphic of him going, oh. And we have Kevin Grimes 2.0. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what is that dude? The Deaners. Like, everything is so bad in this. So bad. And you know what? Maybe, I guess, you know, like I said, Kylie Ray's the only person that's interesting to me in this because she's also the only person who's a credible wrestler in this. Mm -hmm. You know, none of those dudes are any kind of consideration for any kind of wrestling. Maybe Rosemary, but she's such portrayed as a clown in this that I can't take her seriously. I've never been a Taya Valkyrie fan. It. And everyone else is just ridiculous. They're all low, low, low card people. Yep. Maybe the show would be interesting if they had a few people in there that had, that were credible wrestlers. I'm sure yeah. how they came up with this idea or whose idea this was. I don't know, but it sucks. They deserve a punch in the face. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, let, let's just move on before I get to, uh, let's just, yeah, let's just go on. Um, so then we have a, a little thing about Deanna Perez, Prezzo saying to Jordan Grace that uh, she wants to have a 30-minute Iron Man match. I don't think I've ever seen a 30 woman, like a woman's Iron Man match. Actually, uh, we, we, no, we did uh, on we did? Uh, one of the takeovers. It was a Bailey and Sasha Banks. Oh, yeah, yeah, I guess, yeah. Wow, look at me. You're right. Duh. Okay. Fans disregard all that. Elliot <laughs> Miguel would never have put something in my drink but ice. All right. Um, we get to, I don't know, I'm really getting sick of uh, the Motor City Machine Guns talking. Why don't they just wrestle? Mm -hmm. Okay, two weeks into them blabbing about themselves. Whatever. Same as the North. Whatever. Okay, uh, here's a match I was very disappointed in because I was looking forward to this match of uh, Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles taking on Nevaeh and Havoc. And this didn't, this was not a good match. Yeah, I didn't enjoy um, and, it, and I think a lot of it has to do with it. It's pretty unrealistic to believe these two tiny women, Kiera Hogan and Tasha Steeles, would have any kind of chance against big girls like Nevaeh and Havoc. Okay? Uh, Kiera Hogan looks like, um, she looks like uh, the boss. What's her name? Sasha Banks, if she went off her diet. You know, maybe she put oh, on okay, 20 yeah. extra pounds and yep. she's a little chunky. She looks like a, she looks like a fat, uh, uh, you know, she looks like a bigger sa uh, Sasha. And, uh, but that's it. She has no personality. I don't, at least Sasha Banks carries herself with a kind of personality. These two ladies just came out with, I got nothing out of them. There was a lot more characteristics and a lot more coming out of Nevaeh and Havoc. But then we had to believe these two tiny girls were going to lay out these two monsters, especially uh, Jessica Havoc, you know, pushing her through a table and all this. I uh, was not a fan of this match. 
No, and, which is disappointing because I've always enjoyed a lot of, of both Nevea and Jessica Havoc. Not a fan of this match at all, so it was kind of a stinker. Um, then we uh, they did one of the Impact Plus thing, blah, blah, blah. Um, suicide versus uh, the Rascals Dez. This was a weird one. Because <laughs> now are we supposed to believe, was this suicide or was this the other the other rascal guy under there who knows but it really doesn't matter because they didn't really do much until uh anderson and gallows come out and the good guys lay out these poor mid heavyweights <laughs> i'm super confused still okay whatever we go to uh the impact plus match was an old look at eddie edwards versus uh cody uh to be honest i don't watch these Every time the uh, these these cutback ones, I don't really care. I just no, as far as fast forward these to the next segments. And here's two other people I could care less about: Rohit Raju and Chris Bay. Man, oh, is that who that was? I was trying. To, I was trying to figure out who they were. Yeah, uh, Chris Bay is the current X Division champion. No. He's sort of like uh, uh, who's the guy in the beginning that got injured. Uh, by Eric Young. Wow, why is it slipping my mind? R Rich Swan. Rich Swan. He kind of looks like he could be Rich Swan's brother. He's got the hair going on and the kind of urban look going on. Um, he's an okay wrestler, I suppose, but he doesn't really do a lot for me. And Rohit Raju even less. And uh, so they're sitting there plotting or whatever, doing whatever kind of junks. And then just when I thought my brain had recovered, we go back to Wrestle House. Oh my God. And. Um, yeah, Alicia Edwards, who you know what? She wrestles just as shitty as she does act. <laughs> that was terrible. Terrible. There's got, I mean, she's an attractive woman. There's got to be something for her. But she can't speak very well. She can't wrestle very oh. well. I, I don't know what you do with her. Um, it's, it's, just, it's terrible, and I, I did not like it. Um, then... Uh, Okay, so they gave us a, a for next week. All right, they tell, see if any of this the lineup for next week sounds good. We have uh, Eddie Edwards doing his open challenge again. This is emergence. Yeah, for emergence. Okay. Uh, Chris Bay versus Rohit Raju versus TJP. Hmm. And they kind of seemed like Raju was kind of trying to like trying to convince Bay that you know they could team up like kind of take out TJP together and maybe lay out follow Bob. and and you know that. Rohit's going to turn on him first chance he gets. Sure. But he's kind of talking like he's, you know, really on his side, on Chris Bay's side, and he's just, you know, we could screw over the, the Filipino team. So let, let's see where that goes. But eh. finally, after all this damn talking, the North versus the Motor City Machine Guns for the tag team belts. Boat time. That yeah, actually right? should be a damn good match. Uh, Moose versus Trey Miguel. <laughs> Does anyone in this world think Trey Miguel's got a chance here? <laughs> I mean, they trade Miguel's mom thinks he has a chance. And then Ace Austin and Madman Fulton taking on the Good Brothers. Oh, yay. This is definitely going to be a short, brutal street fight disqualification match. You know, they're just going to get disqualified. I, I don't see that going very long. Um, so then, okay, then we're going to end the show with Eddie Edwards comes out to do his open challenge. And guess what? If AEW is going to throw out the former Zack Ryder... Well, Impact's going to counter and throw out the former Brian Hawkins. Or Curtis Hawkins, sorry. And they, and they, they actually brought, sorry, brought up Zack Ryder to the match. Yeah, they actually mentioned him and referenced him on other <laughs> Nothing says Bush League like referencing other companies. <laughs> uh, so, okay. 
Brian Myers, um, he wrestled actually okay in this match, but man, he does not have a look. If I had to compare him and Cordova together, Cordova has a better look. Myers is a better wrestler. Uh, okay match. Uh, don't I, something about the way Eddie carries himself lately, the way he dresses and looks, it doesn't even feel like a wrestling match, which I don't like. You know, it, it feels like a, I don't know, a rehearsal or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Edwards takes the win. And I'm going to say uh, it was a good match, but um, overall, Impact wasn't as good as last week's, but nowhere the garbage it used to be before we got rid of it. So I say we continue to, uh, I say we continue to follow this. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's a fun two hours some weeks. Uh, like this last week was more fun than this week, but I, I still think it's a good show to follow. Well, it's definitely a work in progress. It's yep. definitely a work in progress. And uh, we'll see. And I, I have to say, actually, okay, when you have like AEW and uh, NXT and then you have Impact, mm-hmm. the way they make their shows work, I don't think it like yeah, they're doing the empty arenas, but it doesn't it doesn't even feel like the empty arena with the way their their production is. Yeah, I gotta say they're they're doing something pretty good. It's like it's almost like they've combined the best elements of NXT mm-hmm. uh, with the best elements of AEW. It's just too bad it's a lower cards of wrestling and not as great as wrestlers, but uh, they seem to have figured out how to do uh, some pretty good matches in this empty COVID kind of thing going on. You know. So let's give them that. Yeah. Uh, overall, I'm going to have to rate this. Uh, I'm going to give it a B minus this week. Yeah, I'm going to go with the B minus as well. It was, wasn't was as fun as last week's, but we'll see what uh, Merchant, how emergence is in the next two weeks. You bet. Well, fans, we are going to go take a quick uh, break here. When we come back, we're going to dive, dive deep into AEW wrestling. Um, before we go, I'd just like to tell you that uh, – you can find us on many platforms, us and our sister show. We do have a sister show called Wrestling POV. Wrestling POV is covered mm-hmm. by our good friends, Tony Diaz, Rick Serrano III, and uh, probably the best. TJ's best friend. My best friend, Miguel. <laughs> and uh, Miguel, keep up the good work. Rick, oh, stop. hang in there. Anyhow. <laughs> You can find their, their show, which covers all the goings-on of WWE. And uh, you can also find us, me and Elio, uh, I guess if you had to say, out of uh, out of the two sidekick co- co-hosts in the show, Elio would pr- definitely be a solid number two. Um, ooh, ooh. I know, fans, I know. Um, <laughs> trust me, Miguel will come back on someday when we can get that border issue crossed. You know, I've read the uh, RL sign Goosebumps series. I know the story of Night of the Living Dummy. You can find me and Elio on uh, Global, where we cover all the other things. We cover New Japan, AEW, Impact, and any other things that pop up that are worthy news in the independent areas. We'll try to take a look at. You can find us on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts. You can find us on uh, TuneIn, uh, Podbean, and uh, uh, Spotify. Spotify. I, I even subscribe to Spotify. I love Spotify. <laughs> Spotify, if you hear me, I subscribe to you. You know what? You could throw me a few months free prescription and I'll keep telling you about, you know, people about Spotify because it's rocks, right? All right. Anyhow, folks, when we get back, oh, wait, we also have one other show I wanted to mention really quickly. And we mentioned it earlier on the top. It's called uh, 
It's called uh, WPOV Quarantine. And it is, a, it is a Facebook YouTube exclusive. And it is our show that is not only audio, but it's also video. So you can finally tune in and just see how much more handsome uh, Miguel is than uh, Elio when Elio's on. Oh. And, uh, oh, fans, don't boo Elio. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, no, no, don't boo Miguel. Yeah, don't boo me. <laughs> boo Miguel. Nobody's going to boo Miguel. That's never going to happen. But anyhow, um, tune into Quarantine. Every week we cover a different topic, and we usually try to bring in a panel of, uh, a, have a round table discussion, uh, whether it's the guys from WPOV, or seems we've had uh, some regulars, we've had Andy Anderson quite a few times, Raven Lake, Dirty Duke Durango, and a few other wrestlers, and other guests that I have coming up, so uh, maybe some former guests. I do know, I did talk, do you remember Ace Steel? Yeah. We had him in the beginning. I have him booked in two weeks' time to come onto the show, onto quarantine, to talk about the topic of giants. So it's going to be interesting. All right. So fans, uh, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, let's talk some AEW. Hey, this is Sheikok Barshabaz, and you're listening to Wrestling POV Global. Hey, folks, we're back. Let's take a look at our AEW of the week. But before we start that, I want to tell you, did you know Elio? Okay, this is ridiculous. Elio does know. We sell T-shirts. Yep. We have some really great t-shirts representing for the fans for WPOV. Check us out at, uh, at prowrestlingtees.com backslash WPOV wrestling, where you can choose between four different designs. That's right. There's four of them. Three of them are WPOV wrestling ones. They all have three different designs, but the coolest, the hottest, the one that everyone who's a wrestling Marco nerd who loves talking wrestling wants to get is the global one. That's right. It features our really cool gold logo, of Wrestling POV Global. It has a symbol that says uh, the gentleman with an arrow pointing up. Or sorry, I guess, is a gentleman down or no? Yeah. Legend pointing up and a gentleman down. So you make of that what you want. But uh, it's actually me and the me and the gentleman here. But uh, yeah, support us. It's not they're 1995 each. Uh, they're great t-shirts. They look fun. You can support your show and you support us. That money comes in, helps us run these shows because it's not free to get our shows across all these networks. Uh, it helps us get our things out there. And uh, I have also been running a contest that anyone who purchases two T, this is, first of all, there's two contests that I'm running. And I guess, did you hear this? WPOV is also running the contest too. This is my idea for their show also. So here's what we're going to do for global. If for global, you bought, purchase a global t-shirt and take a picture of yourself with your global t-shirt and send it into us here at WPOV Wrestling. We will put you into a thing. We get enough of those people. We'll put you into a thing. And somebody is going to have a chance to come on our show with Global. And come on the second half of the show with us and talk all AEW wrestling. We're going to get your thoughts, your opinions, your insights about AEW wrestling. And who knows? Maybe, you know what? Screw it. We won't even make it. We'll let you come on the whole show. That's right. You can just sit in with me and Elio. We can talk. Maybe if there's New Japan that week, maybe you can talk a little impact. Get your opinions out there. Get it. Let us get to know you a bit. And if you're a member, if you're a fan of WPOV Quarantine, the contest there is slightly different. You have to purchase two of the shirts, one of which being a global shirt, another pro wrestling one. Take pictures with each of those. Send them to me. I will put you into a chance to sit on a roundtable discussion with whatever guests we have that week. Whatever thing, you'll be on Zoom with us. Your face will be in there. You'll be able to interact with me and Elio and with all the other wrestlers and stuff that we have on there. Ask questions. Be a part of the discussion. 
it's just a lot of fun. We want you guys, we know you guys have fun listening in. Maybe you'd have a little more fun participating. You know what? Buy a t-shirt, help support us for the show. Check it out, all right? Now let's get into this week's AEW Dynamite. And I was going to say, this is for you, Rick. Dynamite! Dynamite! <laughs> all right. We open up with this week's show with the Young Bucks versus Stu Grayson and Evil Uno. Okay? Uh, first of all, the match opens up with, of course, uh, the Dark Order ambushing um, the Young Bucks, hucking them in before Grayson and uh, Uno even get in there. So the other 8 million members, whatever. What did you think of this match, Elio? I have a question. What universe are we living in where we're actually kind of starting to turn with our POVs on the Dark Order? Dark order? Yes. Yeah, no kidding. What did you think of the match itself? Uh, it was not a bad opening match. I enjoyed this one. You know what? Uh, usually, if you'd said six months ago that this was the match, in my mind, I would have thought, well, maybe the Young Bucks will be really good and, you know, maybe they'll carry the new order. Uh, Dark Order, sorry. Dark Order, uh, they've been impressive. And once again, they put in some really impressive wrestling here. Uh, so, the Young Bucks. so hold on. Should we take the Dark Order out of the book? They're in the book? They're in the book, yeah. Wow, we haven't looked at the book for a while. Yeah, we put I, them in a while back with Evil yeah. Uno. Okay, you know what? We're going to have to, obviously, at the end of the segment, we're going to go into the book and okay. maybe do some house cleaning, okay? Uh, going to have to say, I really like, uh, yeah, I really like this match. I thought it wasn't great, but there was some really good stuff in it. And uh, I like some of the smart stuff. I liked uh, I liked the uh, Dark Order blocking Matt Jackson in the tunnel so that he yes. could help. Uh, uh, yeah, Susie and ran Nick, up there. I'm like, oh, okay. And Nick taking a surprise, uh, you know, uh, the sunset flip pin, which was pretty neat. Uh, I liked it. thought it was a pretty solid match. Uh, here's where, you know, I'm not the biggest MJF fan. And uh, this whole presidential stuff is just crap. <laughs> and uh, so he comes out and he does his thing and he's talking in the ring. Or he's getting ready to come in. Yeah. Um, he finally gets in there. You know, he abuses his staff members like he does all the time. One or two of them he yep. gets praised to. Uh, then he does this stupid-ass politician thing, which is just dumb. I, I don't really find it that interesting. Uh, then John Moxley's music comes off, and Wardlow and all the other idiots jump out of the ring and run to the into the crowd where usually Moxley comes out of. <laughs> Meanwhile, Moxley comes out from the back entrance behind MGF, MJF, and just like a great uh, baby face, ambushes him from behind, and lays them out. <laughs> she, there, there, there's actually two things that MJF says that, that are annoying. When he call, one, when he calls him John. Yeah. And then uh, when he says Bud. Yeah. I thought it's like, what, what, was he 12? Yeah, he, uh, MJF is just kind of wearing thin with me on this one. Yeah. I, just... I, I liked Moxley laying him out. And I actually liked Moxley grabbing the mic and explaining why he not laid him out. It was good. You know, yep. saying you almost cost me a lot last week. I'm going to cost you a lot, you know. Um, then we get uh, Scorpio Sky versus Cody. Really liked Scorpio Sky's entrance when he came. They had like a, a kind of a, a, a setup for one of the yeah. tunnels and like a wall and a door and yep. he kicks the door in. Yep. That was kind of cool. Um, interesting match. Found it weird that, that Scorpio was really playing the heel here a lot. You know, really trying to get under Cody's skin. Uh 
Gotta say, though, it wasn't as exciting as match as I thought it should have been. And I, I don't know what it is, but it seems a lot of Cody's matches really slow down in the middle for me. Yeah, and uh, we, we, we saw the new TNT championship. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the new TNT belt? I like um, I like it a lot better than the other one. You know what? I'm going to say, you know what, guys over at P- WPOV, just lay off it. It's a belt. You know, yeah. COVID's going on. It's not Big the AEW e- Women's Championship. Remember yeah, it's not a tiny little, yeah, you know, like, <laughs> it's an okay belt. It's just another generic belt with another. I, I guess the thing is, like, there's been so many changes in belts in WWE and AEW and all these places. I don't really give a shit anymore what the belt looks like. A belt is a belt. Mm-hmm. You know, at least it's not stupid like the FTW belt or <laughs> depending on whatever belt. At least they're legitimate belts. I don't care unless it had a clown on it or something. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's a belt. What can I say? Um, Cody takes the win uh, by using uh, two cross in the end, having to do the crossroads twice. Uh, props to Scorpio for taking the first one and getting up. Mm-hmm. Um, then we had Brody Lee cutting a promo, which was kind of cool. I don't know. I kind of like that. It was a little bit different, the, the, the look of that promo, saying that he is coming after uh, Cody uh, at, the, at the, what is the name of their thing? Um, uh, no, it's, not, it's, not, it's, not, it's actually just uh, the regular, regular episode of oh, okay. Dynamite. They're, they're just, just moving it, yeah. They're just That's moving the thing. to Saturday. We're going to have to figure that out next week, fans, because that means there is not going to be another uh another you know we're recording this right now the day after aew which means there's still not going to be an aew for another nine days after this one so it might be a little bit before you hear our show we might have to to move it over we'll discuss it with the thing all right because if we don't we're not going to have dick to talk about next week (laughs) (laughs) so um i guess we'll talk impact (laughs) but uh yeah so um Brody Lee versus Cody Rhodes. That, that's going to be an interesting match, I think. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, they did a lot of it's tag team appreciation junk going on. Next, we have Jurassic Express taking on uh, Omega and Paige for the belts. Did you think that Jurassic Express would win the belts? No. <laughs> did you? No. No, I don't. I'm really having a hard time taking Jurassic Express. Uh, you know what? Uh, I, we say this every week, but Luchasaurus, did you catch him during his entrance? No, what was he doing? 65 million years later, and I finally get a title shot. Love you, Mom. <laughs> what are you doing? Dad, you can see me shaking my head right now, seriously. Okay, this is why this team's starting to wear on me. First of all, I know we're a broken record, but come on, Marco Stunt, get, get the hell off the apron, you little idiot. You have no reason to go up there. Second of all, Jungle Boy, he's pretty small. Apparently, he's small. I, re- apparently I read that they're looking to, they're planning a push for him in the AEW. Uh, Jungle Boy? Yeah. See where that goes. I don't know. I mean, and then Luchasaurus. For a big man, I can see why WWE wasn't all that interested in him. I mean, take away, take away the Luchasaurus crap. Mm-hmm. Imagine if he was just in there in tights. He's pretty damn boring. He doesn't wrestle. He doesn't sell very well. His offense, he has these kicks, but they're kind of lame half the time. Um, yeah, he is. It's easy to forget he's a big man in there because a lot of times he doesn't wrestle like a big man. He doesn't seem to have the power he should have or the impact that he should have. Um, I'm starting to find I'm disliking Luchasaurus more and more than I see. Yep. Okay. Uh, 
And I don't care. You know what, Rick? I really think that Omega and Page make a damn good tag team. They integrate a lot of their stuff together. The last call uh, finisher is awesome. I I, I, I got to say, okay, I was I said I wasn't going to say who people said were their favorite tag teams, but I did get a kick out of when they cut to Omega and Page, and Omega said that he thought the Young Bucks were the best tag team of all time, and Page looked over and went, I thought it was us. <laughs> <laughs> It looked rather insulted that <laughs> his partner didn't pick them as the best tag team. <laughs> and then uh, Omega making it worse by saying, well, you know, we're just single guys put together. It's like, holy crap on wow. your team, buddy. Wow. <laughs> Paige, there's another reason for Paige to be pissed. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It is funny. Kenny Omega is, always makes himself a heel when he doesn't try. <laughs> you know, if he tries to be a heel, it doesn't come across that great sometimes. But lately, it seems when he's just being himself, he's more of a prick. <laughs> you realize <laughs> so okay uh then uh oh come on uh, santana and ortiz um taking the best friend's gear pouring in the shower and pouring bleach on it come on guys this is fucking stupid this is supposed to be this kick-ass gang war type street guys and oh let's screw with their luggage i mean come on not not just stupid santana and ortiz they made them a joke, and now they're just making them pathetic. Um, then uh, this part. Uh, Wait a sec. We, I skipped the whole match. Wow, as I was complaining. The Jurassic Park. Uh, Jurassic Park. The Jurassic Crap versus uh, Omega and Page. What did you think of that match? It was, it was okay. Like, it, like, yeah, like we've been saying, like Jurassic Express just – not doing it so it was just okay for me yeah i i, I like omega and page as a team but drastic express um i did think it was taz had one great line of the night which i thought is extremely funny when he said that omega hit a snapdragon of marco that he said he knocked the water right out of his ass it was pretty funny <laughs> <laughs> why he had water in his ass fans don't ask um, <laughs> then to make this uh Okay, so then we had this thing, uh, the tag team appreciation thing, where they had Ooh. the Rock and Roll Express, FTR, Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, and uh, the Young Bucks. You yep. And it all starts off with, as they're going through it, it almost, it was, it was like self-masturbation, man. They're still talking about <laughs> yeah. how each of them are the better tag team, and blah, 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 blah. Tully was right. Tully going on, going, you know what? Neither of you guys have belts, so how can you even bother calling yourselves the best? That's all that really matters. Mm -hmm. um, Sean Spears comes out, and this is where you got to wonder how things, and, and this is where my theory of Sean Spears and FTR are going to be some of the horsemen here. Mm -hmm. Because it seems Sean Spears comes out, uh, Tully and them go to leave, Arn's already left, and as the Young Bucks are trying to get rid of... Um, of uh, Rock and no, not of Rock and Roll Express. Of Sean Spears. Oh, okay. All right, of a sudden, okay. FTR attacks the Rock and Roll Express and lays out these two old men. <laughs> the young bucks see this run back in the ring. Meanwhile, you know, FTR is... And Jim Ross is freaking out. He's like, oh, they did the, the spike power driver. Yeah, you know, Jim Ross losing his crap. So finally now we get to see, because we, we did get to see um, uh, FTR fake the injury thing. And then as soon as the Young Bucks went over the other side, they all of a sudden jump up and they're both fucking... So I guess we can say that they're officially heels, I guess? I think so. I think that's yeah. a thing. 
Uh, and like I said, keep your eyes on it. I still think that Spears, uh, FTR, and I think it's going to be Omega are going mm. to be the new Four Horsemen. All right. Then, uh, my girl, Hikiro Shida, taking on Heather Monroe. I don't know much about Heather Monroe, but she didn't really put a – once again, uh, Shida just kind of bulldogs her way through it and, and kills her. So uh, whoever you are, Heather Monroe, hope you like your career on Dark. Uh, a very painful uh, Jake Roberts talking in the background this was bad yeah and then he rips off Robert's shirt and Robert has everybody dies written on his back yeah not thinking I like that very much actually sorry going back to Heather Monroe she was actually in ROH okay Um, I I recognize her name and I think I've seen her once or twice but they didn't really get to showcase her much here uh, Sheeta really, I love Sheeta, but Sheeta's just kind of destroying every girl she wrestles this week. Yeah. Um, then we get to the main event, and I know you're a big fan of this guy, and I know you didn't want to. You were going to start a GoFundMe if he lost. That Orange <laughs> Cassidy had to pay seven thousand dollars for Chris Jericho's jacket. I know Elio was thinking of like getting his parents to put his house up for mortgage so that they could pay <laughs> for poor Sean Cassidy because he is the biggest. Sean Cassidy, Cassidy, what? I said Sean Cassidy. I know. I was hoping you didn't catch that. But yes, he's hoping that, you know, Orange Cassidy will see that they are star-crossed love brothers, brothers of love. Well, maybe you're into that sort of thing. I don't know. But anyways, Elio, love for Orange Cassidy. Your love for Orange Cassidy boils over. Chris Jericho taking on Orange Cassidy. Like I said, if Cassidy loses, he has to pay Jericho $7,000 for that crappy jacket that he keeps wearing around the place. Um, this was an okay match um a lot better than i thought it was um and it was kind of i don't know kind of strange ending i mean at the end you have like uh santana ortiz and jack jake hager coming out to cause a ruckus you know jake slips in nails cassidy cassidy doesn't go down mm-hmm. and then um I'm not sure what to think of that kind of finish I, I, part of me liked it part of me didn't but we get at the end Jericho kicks Orange Cassidy in the nuts, then runs to the rope, but Cassidy lays him out, Superman punches him, uh, rolls him up, or no, sorry, goes in the rope, rolls him up into a small package and wins, and does this kind of weird thing, uh, because I don't have heard a Taz in the back going, the mousetrap, he got him in the mousetrap, whatever that is, I've never heard of the mousetrap before, but uh, Orange Cassidy wins, rolls outside, then starts selling that he got his balls kicked hard. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm not sure because I'd like to think uh, logistically that maybe if you were so wrapped up in the battle, somebody kicked you in the balls, it took a few minutes to register to your mind because, you know, you're so worked up. Maybe that's the point here. But it just seemed odd that he took a nut shot but then got up again and still managed to finish the match. So, yeah. But uh, all in all, what did you think of this match, buddy? Uh, it was an okay match. It was uh, not a bad match. Uh, like it's uh, like I said, the ending was uh, was a little strange with all the all the members of the inner circle. I except Sammy Guevara. Except Sammy Guevara. Yep. Except Sammy Guevara. And he, I forgot to mention somewhere. He only, he only came out, uh, I believe, once, uh, showing the signs. Yeah, yeah. And I did notice that I forgot to mention this, but. Um, um, Matt Hardy 
jumped the referee who was dressed sort of like Sammy Guevara and was like ramming his head into the wall yeah. and beating shit out <laughs> and of him. Yeah, yelling, him to, yelling at him to bleed. Yeah, and then he sees that it's not him. So that, that was kind of funny. Poor ref. <laughs> mm -hmm. but, Wait, how uh, about the referee for the match? Oh, uh, yeah, Mike Kyoto, who they brought back. I mean, that's a whole other dumb storyline. I was just going to skip that all, you know, with Jericho kind of trying yeah. to force Mike Kyoto to to do and his we, favor and bidding. I'm, but I'm waiting for Jimmy Corderas to come in next. Oh, brother. <laughs> but uh, I like the match. Um, I think it needed to go this way. I think um, Cassidy needed to win or this mm -hmm. was dead in the water. And uh, him winning, finally getting this thing. This also leaves room for down the road for some kind of retribution, rematch, whatever. If Cassidy had lost, I don't think anyone would care. That would be the end of it. So it was probably good for him to win. Um, all in all, what were you thinking of uh, this week's uh, AEW? Battleback! Again, it's uh, another fun show. I have to give it uh, about a B. A B? I'm going to say... There were parts of it I liked and parts of it I didn't. I'm going to give it a B minus. Okay. Um, it was a lot weaker than last week's show, but there's still some interesting things. And uh, last week I watched and I thought, okay, NXT is really going to have to up its game to, 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 to win the weekly. However, I'm going to watch NXT and there's a chance, you know, this, this, this AEW was weak enough that if uh, NXT puts in a solid performance, they might get my vote this week. I'm just going to be honest with you. There was nothing that blew me away in this whole uh, AEW thing mm -hmm. this week. So, all right. So, fans, there you have it. Uh, this week's AEW in the books. Uh, the show continues to be usually pretty good this week. A little faltering. Let's hope this isn't a downward spiral. Now, before we go, we are going to take a look at the Book of Shame. In the Book of Shame, we stick things that piss us, piss me off, get me angry, get me riled, get me bored, get me, uh, things that get me. Are uh, you angry open the, I'm working my way up right now. I'm thinking about this goddamn book. Now, <laughs> Elio's going to open the book. He's going to, it's been a while since we opened the book. We had to slow down a bit because I was getting so enraged that I would go down to the hospital and punch young babies in the face <laughs> after we do this. Why are you and, so violent? Well, because I, this book really winds me up. So that's what I do. I go punch babies in the face. Well, here's the thing. I've decided I took some time. I, I, I did a little yoga, had some calming tea. And I'm going to try and do this week's book without losing my mind, without punching babies, beating up orphans, burning down schools, whatever other rage things this thing does for me. I'm going to try to suppress them for you, the fan, because that's how much I love you guys. Buy our shirts. All right. Elio, crack okay. open that book and let's see if anyone gets rescued out of there or they just make me mad. Slowly, the great book opens. All right, so our first entry is Brian Cage's botched Wolverine mutton chops. Ugh, he looks so ridiculous. Gosh, I'm already starting to get a little angry. Um, I'm holding it, I'm holding it. Ah, uh, he stays. He Cody's ugly tattoo. Oh, what an eyesore. Yeah, stays. The Dark Order. This is a really tough one because me and you, Elio, we've become fans of Grayson and Uno. But the rest of the Dark Order sucks bag. So I say 
we remove Grayson and Uno okay. from the Dark Order listing, but the rest of the Dark Order is in there. So the Dark Order minus Grayson and uh, Evil Uno. Okay, so Dark Order minus Grayson and Uno, you're still in the book. Grayson, Uno, I've got my eyes on you. Slip up and you'll be back in that damn book. Our next entry is the FTW Championship. Always in there. Piece of crap thing. That's, I'm, you know, in a couple of months, it's going to be an all-time lister. A JR's angry hipster grandpa. Hmm. I didn't find it. Ah, no, he's still the same. He stays in there. He stays. Uh, Johnny Swinger. Oh, he's new to the book, and I have a feeling old Swinger's going to be there for a while. Uh, Matt Hardy. Do we have Matt Hardy in there? We have Matt Hardy in there, yeah. You know what? After the chair incident, I feel bad for him. And I'm hoping that he'll stop the gimmicky crap. So I say we take him out this week. Okay. I think Matt Hardy gets a, a pass. There's none of that stupid, la la la, 4,000 <laughs> years old, Damascus, la la la. All that crap seems to be gone. So, all right. All right, Matt Hardy, you're out of the book. Next, we have Richie Two Titles. <laughs> I hate that. Anyone who calls himself two titles gets a slap in the face and put in the book. <laughs> okay, we have Michael Nakazawa's debacle. That's the 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 whole yeah when he was doing it with all the oil, oil yeah yeah no, that shit's gotta stay. Then we have the MLW writers. Now I was given that because of like a lot of the dumb story stuff, eh? Yeah. I'm going to give them a break. I'm going to pull them out because okay. they're on hiatus. All right. But I'm going to be monitoring the situation very closely. Okay, MLW writers, you're out of the book. Then we have the NJPW commentary team. Well, without them having the, the thing, that's another. Okay, here, here's my thing. I'm going to take them out this week. Okay. But if that Gino fat face Bambino <laughs> gets in there again, bam, you're back in the book. <laughs> All right, NJBW commentary team is out of the book. Nyla Rose's announcement. So pathetic. <laughs> so pathetic. Oh, and where we, we haven't even seen her in weeks. Yeah. No, uh, oh, speaking of, um, I saw the AEW. Um, Women's Tag Team Cup Tournament, Monday night. Any of those teams look cool? You know what? Actually, they do. I like Anna Jay and Teconti and um, Ibulise and Diamante. Okay. Hey, who is Little Swole? I have no idea who Little Swole is. I just but saw the, that name. Big Swole and Little Swole. And they had a Dasha major debut. Okay. All right. All right. The last two entries, Tony Blanchard's Stinky Old Rotted Glove. You know what? It's actually given Sean Spears a little bit of thing. I say let's take it out. Okay, so Tully Blanchard's old ratted glove, you're out of the book. And the last century, Russell House with everyone except oh, Kelly Ray. Yep, that's going to be in there for a while. Ah, fans, so those are some of the ridiculous crap we've seen over the last little while. Uh, sometime, every now and then, we'll open up the, the main uh, pillars and, and read you some of the other chapters of main stuff. But 
Today, this is just the stuff that's currently bothering us. So, uh, well, it was a good week in wrestling, I guess. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I did, um, yep. Well, uh, there's lots going on. I mean, yeah, I keep forgetting there's that women's tournament, so I'm actually going to try and go back and watch it. Uh, the only problem I have with it is just every time they do women's tag team divisions, they just let it die out super quick, too. So it's, it's not like yeah. they really need Well, they're it. having the finals uh, on, um, ooh, I believe it's uh, that, that Saturday uh, episode that they're doing. Okay. Yeah. We're going to be, I'm not sure. We will either not be back next week at our regular time and we might have to push our show over a few days. We're not sure. We'll see. Maybe we'll go, Hey, maybe we'll go invade uh, WPOV wrestling next week and uh, do an invasion angle. Oh. Maybe we'll plunder them and maybe, maybe if things work out, I can leave with Miguel and leave Elio behind. I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, <laughs> fans, we enjoy talking to you. Oh, well, we have our own draft. <laughs> well, usually you can draft people. You usually don't just like throw the other ones away. I mean. <laughs> so, anyways, fans, uh, we look forward to talking to you guys. We're not sure when. We'll figure it out. We'll put up a posting somewhere during the week. We'll have our polls and everything else up. Watch some wrestling. There's some good stuff coming on. I forgot to mention New Japan canceled an event this weekend because of COVID concerns over one of the wrestlers being sick. So one of their major, one of their minor uh, house shows have been canceled this week. Um, this COVID's still out there, and uh, it's not going away yet. People are still getting sick and dying. And we just want you people to take care of yourselves. Wash your hands. I don't care what your political statement is. Just wear a damn mask when you're out of public so that other people feel okay. There's that much to ask for in this world that we can just be a little nicer to each other, you know? Um, keep safe. Keep clean. And uh, we got lots more to – we got a journey of wrestling to go through, guys and gals, and we want all of you with us. So don't take the chances. Keep safe. Keep clean. Elio, say goodnight to the good people. Great fans who stay safe and we will talk to you all next week.